Hey everyone, welcome to Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. I'm your host, Eric Oberemt. This is the podcast where the only requirement to be a guest is that you are being authentic to who you are. If you're not, I'll shut it down and I'll ask you to leave. Remember, be authentic or get the fuck out. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. I am Eric Oberemt, your host. Um, Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, I kind of decided that I wanted to do, honestly, something a little selfish. Um, I wanted to do a podcast about the people that you spend time with um, and the people that are in your life and whether that's talking about taking them for granted or um, being intentional about the time that you spend with them. uh, I think that it's really important and I haven't got a lot of opportunities to talk about my, uh, my past and my grandfather. And so I kind of wanted to lead in with that because I feel like that is such a large part of my story. And I think that it relates kind of, we'll, we'll tie in towards the end of kind of how it relates and, you know, like how we can take some lessons from it to apply into our lives and things like that. Um, but for those of you that don't know me, don't know my story or all of my story, um, you know, I lived with my grandparents, uh, my mom and my sister and I moved in with my grandparents when I was seven years old and my grandpa, you know, for all intents and purposes became my, became my dad. And he and I, um, were literally like we were best friends. Um, it was, it was me and him. Um, we were very unique in our family. Um, just in our mindsets and how we acted and everything, there wasn't anybody else really in our family that was, that was like us. Um, you know, my mom wasn't, my my uncles weren't, my, my sister wasn't my, you know, it was just kind of, it was kind of me and Gramp. It was me and Gramp against the world a little bit, it seemed like. Um, and so I started working with him obviously at a young age. I've told that story before. Um, but he started having me drive around in the truck with him when I was seven, eight years old um, watching him, you know, sell roof jobs and things like that. And, you know, by the time I was 10, he had me up on, had me up on roofs, you know, uh, working and learning, uh, what it actually meant to, to do work, right. And not be, not be lazy and figure out, you know, how to earn. And he and I, you know, I, I lived with him until I went to college and I was obviously a problem, uh, for a while. And caused a lot of um, heartache and pain, I'm sure, um, with him um, and my grandma and everybody with sleepless nights of where the fuck is Eric? Uh, Where did Eric go? Um, More so probably when I was in college um, and, you know, I was leaving trucks on the side of the road and they're calling the house and saying, hey, your truck's on the side of the road. And he's like, my truck's in the fucking driveway. And they're like, no, the other truck is on the side of the interstate because, drunk piece of shit. Eric fucking fell asleep at the wheel and slammed into a semi and the truck broke down and I had to leave it on the side of the road and get a ride at a exit so I could get back to somebody's house. But it was 
1998. And so I had a flip phone and the flip phone went dead. So I couldn't even call anybody and I couldn't find a charger. And you know, like it's a whole thing. Um, and one of the things that I talked about in the last speech that I gave was that I know for a fact that I probably took, I bet I took five years of life off of, off of my grandpa, which is something that I have to live with every single day. Um, now if you ask other people in my family and, you know, friends and whatever, they'll all be like, Oh, you didn't do that. You know, he was old and he got sick and blah, blah, blah. I, I still truly believe that. I think that I definitely, the, the stress, the amount of stress and just bullshit that I fucking put the person that I cared about the most in my life through, um, I know that I took years. I know that I took years off of his life and that's something, that's something hard to, uh, process. Um, and the reason that I say that is to say this, you know, we all go through struggles, um, and our, you know, our story, our journey is a story. Our story isn't over until we're done. Um, but what are we doing with the struggle? What are we doing with the heartache that we may have caused, um, in our past, are we doubling down on that and, you know, not improving? Um, are we, are we owning it or are we kind of living in it? Right. And I try to do everything that I can to not move past it, but to remember it. So I hopefully don't make the same mistakes again. Um, and that's not just in my past of, you know, drinking and using and things like that to obviously like not ruin lives, but, um, there's personality tendencies and, you know, um, things like that, that obviously like we have to work on all the time. Um, that if we're not intentional about recognizing them, we're going to affect people in the same negative way or the same negative light that we may have done in our past. And to me, that's unacceptable. But the problem is, is that I know that I still do it. I still do it on occasion. Um, so circling back to talking about my grandpa, cause I, honestly, I like to tell stories about my grandpa. Um, and I want more people to know again, back to the whole being selfish. I want more people to know who Delton mares was. Um, and if you don't know the name of my roofing company, DNM roofing is Delton mares. He started it back in the sixties and literally just named it after himself. And to this day, you know, that's the name of the company and it always will be until, um, they put me in the ground. Uh, it's why, you know, everybody talks about exit strategies and all that kind of stuff, which is great as an entrepreneur. Um, but it also is the reason that I will never have an exit strategy for DNM roofing. Um, DNM roofing will never be sold, uh, and it will never be, uh, there'll never be a partner. Um, it's mine forever because of the name of the company. And I will not, I will never allow anyone to have that. Um, which from a business standpoint is fucking stupid. Um, but I've done dumber shit. So, um, so yeah, so why not? I was thinking about, I have moments during the day or in the evenings where, and maybe you can relate to this. Um, when my, when my grandpa passed away, he died a little 
over six years ago. So Tegan's six and a half, and my grandpa got to see Tegan for, I think, two months of her life almost, and which was amazing that that got to happen, obviously, um, because that was like that was literally all he wanted to do was to meet Tegan. Um, he wanted to see her walk. He kept telling my grandma that he wanted to see her walk, and we all kind of looked at each other like, I don't think that's going to happen, Grant, but we obviously didn't tell him that. Um, but he got to hold her, and he got to feed her, and he got to be with her. Um, oh, fuck. I just remembered ugh, that story when he was in hospice um, and laying there, I mean, literally just dying, and he would kind of be in and out of consciousness, and we would go see him at hospice, and I had a picture of Tegan on my phone, and he opened his eyes for like a minute, and I remember showing him a picture of Tegan, and I'm like, hey, do you know who that is? Do you know that's Tegan? And he literally just kind of opened his eyes for a second and just looked at the picture and goes, I love her. And then his fucking eyes closed back down again, and I was like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ. I sat there and fucking cried for about 10 minutes. Um, the point of that is, is like, you know, he, he had two months, you know, with his great granddaughter, he had two months, um, with her. And I know that every time that we were there and we were together, he was super intentional about wanting to spend as much time as he could and holding her and feeding her. And that seems normal, Right. And, and as he was getting sick and passing away, getting ready to pass away, I was super intentional about the time that I was spending with him, right? Like when he got sick a couple of times and he was in the hospital and like, I was the only one and I just fucking lived at the hospital and we watched the Super Bowl together in the hospital. I ordered fucking pizza and nobody, you know, else was there that night. Um, not like ill intention wasn't there, just no one else was there. And it was me and him hanging out, watching the fucking Super Bowl, eating pizza. But when somebody's going through something, it's so easy to be intentional about spending time together. Um, why do people need to get sick? Why do people need to get sick for us to care about them more? Why do people need to get sick or be dying or going through something for us to want to spend that time together with the people that we, that we know that we care about. Um, I don't know the answer to that question. Um, I think it's a natural thing, right? Our lives get in the way and, and everything else. And, you know, when, when somebody's sick and hurting and whatever, like we're, we're more willing to drop what we're doing to go spend time with those people. But if they, if they really mean what we say they mean to us, um, then we should be doing we should be doing more during the time that they're here. Um, best advice I got was from somebody as when Grandpa was getting sick at the end was go spend every fucking minute that you have with them uh, because they're going to be gone pretty soon. And the thing is that applies all over the place. Like I could be gone tomorrow. You could be gone tomorrow. Your wife or husband could be gone tomorrow. So what are we doing with the time that we spend together? Are we being pissy and fighting and fucking dealing with, you know, like arguing over trivial fucking bullshit and not taking the time to figure out how to make things better? Or are we being intentional about that time that we're spending together? Um, 
one of the things that I always that I always think about with my grandpa and when I'll go to the uh, gravesite and stand there and and by the way like I literally can't go to the gravesite without crying in some aspect which is super fucking irritating um but I can't like I can't do it I ask myself probably weekly or I talk to myself weekly in my head wishing that I could ask him one more question. I have moments like that, like all the time where I'm like, fuck, I wish he was here because I want to ask him one more thing. And then I sit there and I'm like, well, grandma's still alive. Go ask grandma. Like maybe she knows the answer. And then you know what I do? I don't do a fucking thing about it, which is stupid. And I need to fix that too. But the reason I say that is because if you've got these people in your life that care about you as much as you care about them, don't get to a point where you're like, I wish I had the time to ask him one more question. Because eventually you won't, you won't have time to ask them one more question. Because I'll go through business shit and have, or personal shit and have, and feel like I have absolutely no one to talk to because he was my guy. He was my guy that I could talk to that would listen to anything that I did, good, bad, or otherwise. He was the one that bailed me out of jail. He was the one that was there when I went to rehab and lived at the rehab facility with me for five days and went to sessions and counseling and all the bullshit. And my mom did too. Um, and I don't want to leave that out, but he was there for, he was there for everything. And, you know, and then as we grow up and get older and, you know, make distance and, you know, get our own lives going, we forget about that shit. And then I start to think about that, you know, like when you have your own kids, how do I make sure that my kid doesn't do that? <laughs> um, be the per be the person people wish they had more time with when you're gone. I tell all those stories in the beginning one, cause I just wanted to have a free fucking therapy session on my own and y'all just got to fucking listen to it so I can feel better. Um, but but the purpose of, of me telling all those stories is it made me realize that I want to be the person when I'm gone that people are like, fuck, I wish I had one more day with him. That's who I want to be. Be the person that affected him so much that they can't imagine life without you around and in their life. Think about that. Think about that. So many people just die and they didn't affect anyone. And they just and they just existed. Don't just exist. Don't just exist. Do something, be something, affect people. Affect others even if that's just in your family, right? That's a great place to start. Even if it's just in your family and your immediate circle, but affect those people somehow. 
listen to people. I think that one of the way that we affect people is by listening. Um, we talked about this on a previous podcast for a hot second, uh, and we didn't get to go deep, deep, deep into it. But I think that one of the reasons, one of the one of the reasons that the most, the people that are most, that affect the most people, have an ability to be empathetic. They have an ability to put themselves in other people's shoes and understand what they're going through or understand at least what their mindset is. At least understand that they mean well. I think that's, I feel like that's a conversation that I have more fucking often than I should have to. But when somebody's doing something that you don't agree with, we need to understand that, you know, this doesn't mean that there's not just evil people out there that are just fucking horrible. But for the most part, if somebody's doing something that you don't agree with, it probably isn't coming from a bad place. It's probably actually coming from a good place. They're just trying to solve the same problem in a different way. And they might be completely fucking wrong and off base. They might be. But it doesn't change their intent. And intent is what matters. Obviously, execution matters. Like, everything matters. But intent matters. If somebody has ill intent, then fuck them. Sorry. I mean, like, that's just, I, I, I 100% agree with that. If somebody has ill intent, fuck them. Don't spend time with those people and tell them to piss off. Don't let their energy become your energy. But if somebody doesn't have ill intent, and I and I think that the majority of people don't have ill intent. And if 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 the person doesn't have ill intent, but the but the way that they approach something is just different than you, take a moment to put yourself in their shoes, jump onto the other side of the table to just understand for a second why they might think what they think. Once again, they can be wrong. We can think that they're wrong. It's not minimizing your belief system at all, whether it's religion or politics or whatever it is. Just because somebody believes something different than you do doesn't mean that they have ill intent. Because we're, I mean, we're, we're different people. <laughs> we have groups that all agree with each other and we have a, you know, a bully pulpit for everybody to, you know, scream from the mountaintop and with Facebook and algorithms, all you fucking see are people that you agree with. So you just assume that everybody agrees with you and anybody that doesn't is an idiot. And that's not to say that I don't have moments where I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, I don't agree with you. I can't believe you fucking think that I have that thought daily, but I also have the ability to stop and pull back and say, all right, take a second. Where are they actually coming from? Maybe something happened in their life. Maybe somebody died because of smoking, right? Like who knows what it is. And they're being a complete asshole because you're standing outside having a cigarette or whatever you're doing. And you're like, why the fuck does this bother? You know, and you get into this big thing 
but you have no idea like where they're coming from, what's affecting their life, what's in their history, what's in their past, who might have died, who might have, who knows, right? Like I'm completely making shit up right now and it's, it is what it is. But take, take 10 seconds, take 20 seconds to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and listen to why they might be coming from where they're coming from. And once again, I'm still probably not going to agree with you, but I'm going to take the time to listen a little bit. We used to have conversations with people. We used to be able to have reasonable discourse um, about our about our differences. Um, and we don't get to have that anymore. And I think that's a really sad thing. I think that's a really sad thing. Um, because I love having like open conversations specifically with people that I don't understand their backgrounds. I love fucking learning about other people and like their path and their history, right? Like people come up to me and want to hear about my hit my story of recovery because they don't understand recovery. They don't understand being a drunk and doing mountains of cocaine and, you know, pissing your whole life away and your family. And, you know, like people don't understand that they're like, just fucking stop. Well, it's not that easy asshole. Like you got to do certain things. Um, I love hearing about how people grew up in, you know, certain religions that I don't understand. I love hearing about people growing up um, in just completely different ways of life that I had absolutely no radar on because I grew up in white suburban Omaha Elkhorn, right? Playing football as a jock. That was my life, right? I got exposed to some other things as I grew up, got older and traveled and, and that, but like, I mean, I was in a bubble, you know, you probably grew up in your bubble, whatever that bubble looked like. But do we take the time to go learn about other people and their, then their stories and how certain things affected them? I don't think we fucking do that anymore. As a general group, I don't think we do that anymore. There's people that do it. And if you're listening and you do it, good for you. Like, I'd like to be your friend. Um, but I don't think we do that enough. And I think that we should be intentional about doing that a little bit more. So again, I wanted to use this today. Honestly, I was just being selfish because I wanted to talk more about my grandpa. Um, and, and I'll kind of close it with this, with this story, the kind of person that I want to be, and that hopefully you want to be, if you're listening to this, when my grandpa passed away and I gave the eulogy, I barely made it through it, by the way. Like, I mean, I, I cried like a got like a fucking seven-year-old little girl that got scolded, you know, for something with that, <laughs> you know, like, like that kind of fucking crying. Like it was awful, but I got through the eulogy and I remember at the end, they, you know, had everybody go out of the funeral home, whatever. And uh, I made everybody leave so that I could walk up to the casket. And I was the one that closed the door on it by myself and walked it out to the crowd. Hardest fucking thing. Whew. 
hardest thing I've ever done. Um, the point of that story is to say, now that I've had time to look back on it, and keep in mind, people listening to this that know my grandpa, he was not perfect. He was a fucking asshole sometimes, just like I am. He was a prick sometimes, and he pissed a lot of people off. But at the end of the day, he was an amazing person that helped a lot of people. And when I'm gone, I want people to want to be that person that closes my shit and walks me out. And that's the kind of story that I want to leave behind and that I want people having conversations like this about. So I have to be intentional about everything that I do daily to continue to be that person. I am not perfect at that. I have really bad fucking days. I might have really bad months. Um, but I like to think that at least I'm cognizant of it. And if I'm doing something wrong, I will take the time to adjust it. And so hopefully that's something that you got out of this. Um, let's, let's be that, let's be that person that people want to be there to close your casket and that they're, and that you're the person that people wish they had time to ask that one more question, because I would give 10 years of my life to have him back for a day to hang out with and tell him what's been going on and ask him a couple of questions. And now that my eyes are watering up, we're going to fucking end this podcast. Um, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. I hope you made it to the end. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please help me out a little bit. I'd really appreciate it if you'd share it on all your social media platforms. Um, subscribe on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all those things. Uh, it just means a lot. We'd really like to get this out to hopefully help as many people as we can um, and be authentic. Uh, hopefully give them an opportunity to learn what that means uh, for, for them and, um, and to hear some stories that maybe relate and um, can help them go down a, go down a better path. So if you could share this, that'd be really great. We really appreciate your guys' support. Um, and the way that we end every podcast, remember be authentic or get the fuck out.